Pete Kingman, Bible Story Evangelism, Acts 20, 24. But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. I learned this verse from a book that Barb had her students in her... She she asked for another class. She already had a full load, as, uh, but she asked for a first period class, which is probably the only person I know that you ever do that. But um, she wanted a, a Bible class slash uh, class for singing in chapel. And she would assign them books to read, and she got me reading missionary stories. And uh, the first one that she, that I read after she recommended it was called Lance, A Testament of Grace. I want to say it again because you might want to get that book. Lance, a testament of of grace. It's about it's about a man named Lance Latham. Uh, he was known as Doc. His wife was known as Teach. Uh, an amazing guy. Uh, early, uh, I want to say eighteen hundred, late eighteen hundreds, nineteen hundreds. Let me just tell you, Barb met him in in uh, in nineteen seventy two. She was uh, working with uh, Jim Scudder in a church that was just getting started in Chicago. Um, and she, uh, she told me that the first Sunday they were there, there were five Bible college kids and three other people. So they were just, she was at the, the beginning of, of uh, the, the great ministry of, uh, in Chicago there. Um, so uh, anyway, she had me read this book, and well, she didn't have me read this book, but she might have given me a copy. I think she bought a copy for all the the kids in the class. But uh, it was just an amazing, amazing book. Um, highly recommend it. Just a down to earth kind of guy. Let me tell you how they met. She was riding on the bus to uh, the public library and. In Chicago, she got a job there, and she got hired because the person that was interviewing the people for, for the job, uh, was a, a Moody Bible College graduate. And when Barb had written on her application that she was a Florida Bible College applicant, the, the Moody grad wanted another Bible College student there. But Barb was a fast learner, uh, really brilliant in in many ways. Um, designed the house we live in did a award-winning yearbook to the point where she spoke at Columbia University about School of Journalism for writing yearbooks or making yearbooks uh, all over Europe, Great Wall of China with her music um, teaching and it was just a, a real honor and privilege for to, to be around her and with her and have her as uh, it occurred to me this weekend that you know uh, or I probably mentioned it yesterday, but but that I, uh, you know, she would have been a great uh, personal assistant. That was one thing she did in Chicago. Initially, was uh, Girl Friday, I think they called it, and where they would call to get uh, somebody that could secretary uh, at the spur of the moment. And Barb was so capable; she was 
but she would she would she got a chance to work for a CEO one time and he said look I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna fire my secretary but but I really need you to be you know around and uh, be my secretary I'll give her a job doing something else but Barb said that she really couldn't commit to anything more than than a temporary basis she was totally dedicated to the ministry in Chicago and uh, Jim Scudder's ministry and, and he spoke at her funeral and uh, she passed away on oh, let me get this right three days after our anniversary so it was August 16th 2014 and Jim Scudder spoke at her funeral uh, which was pretty neat but uh, anyway um, she recommended this book. Well, she, okay, I was telling you how she met Lance Latham. She was riding on the bus from the American Library Association. I think that's who she that's who she worked for, uh, and uh, so it was a national organization that she worked for. Anyway, uh, she uh, she was riding home on the bus to the to the train to the whatever to get to where they lived, and. She saw a sign. Lance Latham was quite the piano player. He was uh, amazing, very gifted musician. And outside his church, something tabernacle in Chicago, uh, she saw uh, two pianos, eight hands or something like that. And she just, knee-jerk reaction, pulled the 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 thing that gets the bus driver to stop the bus the cable runs by the window up high some of you people remember those things I don't think they have them anymore but but maybe they do I don't know it's been a long time since I've been on a bus but anyway she she pulled that and it rang and she got out at the next stop and she walked back to the tabernacle the bible tabernacle or the, whatever it was called anyway it's been a while since I read the book it was I can't recommend it enough but uh, she, she walked in and found a secretary or somebody, a gatekeeper there, and she said, I, I'm, I, I would like to get tickets for Two Pianos, Eight Hands. And the girl says, well, you're going to have to go talk to Doc. And you just go through those doors over there. And this was an old building, and it had giant ceilings and giant doors. And Barb had to go upstairs to... To get to Doc's office, and she went up these stairs in this old wooden building, and she opened these giant door, or the, a giant door, of one of two, I think. At least that's the way I picture it. And there, it was an office. It was a pretty nice office, I guess. But she walked in, and and she saw this old older gentleman sitting at a desk, and she said, uh, "Are you Doc?" And smiling, he said, some people call me that, but I'm just a sinner saved by grace. And she got her tickets. And when she went and heard the gospel presented at the tabernacle there, the church, uh, and the, she said to Jim, she said, Jim, you've got to meet this man. So that started uh, Jim along with uh, uh, 
a lot of important people in, in the Christian world, really. The founder of, uh, of, of Awana, which, which Lance Latham is, is credited as being one of the founders. Uh, Roham, I can't say his name, but anyway. Um, Art, Art Rohrheim is, is his name. But he's, an, he's another one that, that Lance, I think, kind of put him on the track to, to do that. He was working for Lance and he said, hey, we need a youth group. Anyway, you might be familiar with the Wanner. But that was the, the book. Uh, that was how she recommended the book. And uh, I read it and it was just, uh, God, the, the, the scriptures couldn't have been clearer. Um, just uh, the gospel couldn't have, you know, what must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And have that on a banner. They would build sawdust floored buildings in Chicago for for meetings with just <clears throat> split logs to sit on <clears throat> and holds thousands of people in these meetings and um but it, I I can't it, like I said it's been a long time since I read the book but it it is just a a, a really great book and and one his his verse uh at least I when I finished uh the book I I memorized what was his favorite verse and that was uh, Acts 20 24 which was Paul's response when the Ephesian elders were so sad when he announced that he was going to Jerusalem because they knew it meant his life in fact uh, verse 23 right before 2023 save the Holy Ghost witness in every city saying bonds and afflictions abide me bonds and afflictions await me People were moved to tell him, you know, the, the Holy Spirit told me you're gonna you're gonna have problems when you get to Jerusalem. And the Ephesian elders believed him and and believed the Holy Spirit that that uh, this was not going to end well for Paul. And his response to the Ephesian elders, who wept at the end of the chapter, uh, sorrowing, uh, and they all wept, verse 37, and they all wept sore. And fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all for the words which he spake, that they should see his face no more. And they accompanied him into the ship at Ephesus. So that's the setting for this verse. And it starts with the word but. But none of these things move me. What things? That bonds and afflictions wait me that you will not see my face again. But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus. That's why he was called an apostle, because he was personally taught by Jesus in the wilderness for two years. That I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. I think you've heard me say more than once in this, uh, in, in, on these podcasts, this is number 16. I'm trying to do six a week. I take Saturday off, or I have taken Saturday off. Uh, this, is, uh, this is Monday night, and I was going to bed, and I thought, I haven't done, I haven't done my, my podcast today, so I, I came in here and threw it together. 
But um, anyway, what a what a great verse. Um, uh, and 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 that's what I that's what I want to do. I want to finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus through his word to testify the gospel of the grace of God. And, uh, I, you know, I talked to somebody today at, at, uh, at physical therapy. My, my uh, five days from today will be my third anniversary of my motorcycle wreck, and I'm still in physical therapy, and I'm going to walk with a limp the rest of my life. Kind of like uh, Jacob after he wrestled God, I, this was, you know, this was, if God was a wrestler, this, I would call this a cheap shot, but, you know, this lady pulled out in front of me and, but I can't complain. I can't complain. The doors that have opened up to me, the doors of utterance that I've been praying for, the opportunities to share my faith, I can't stand in a line at, at Walmart or anywhere else where you, you have to stand for a while and, and, and turn usually to a guy my age, I, I feel most comfortable talking to. But, you know, I say, don't ride a motorcycle in the dark. Or I'll, I'll say that to anybody. Don't, and they look at me like, don't ride a motorcycle in the dark. And, well, you know, three years ago, a, a lady pulled out in front of me and I hit her at 40 miles an hour. I don't remember anything. Uh, she was charged with the accident, failure to yield. I was just in the rush to get to work with everybody else. So, I mean, it wasn't like I was going around cars or anything. I was just going with traffic. And and uh, and this lady pulled out in front of me and I slammed into her and just kind of crushed my whole left side. But it's been good. And uh, my physical therapy therapist says, talk to anybody you want. He, he, he likes me there sharing Christ with people because I, you know, I get to talk to a lot of people about what happened to me because there's a lot of hurt people in physical therapy. Anyway, um, but life verse, yeah, I guess I, I would say this is my life verse. My students heard it a lot after I finished write, re, writing, uh, reading that book. I, I made a copy of it on a 3x5 card and put it up. This was before I had the Verses app. By the way, somebody showed me in church the Verses app, and she showed it to me on her phone, and... and um, there, there it was, and I said, what's that? After I'd been promoting it to her for so long, for, you know, talking talking about it to everybody to listen to me about the Verses app and memorizing Scripture. And uh, on my phone, it, it says Verses underneath it. So hers just had the little bullseye or whatever it was, uh, these circles that go around as you memorize the verses. But anyway... Uh, you know, I've got, I don't know how many apps I got on my phone, but it's like seven or eight pages of them. And I just, it, without the word verses under it, I, I know that I my 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 eyes go to the verses. She I guess she didn't have the verse. I guess that's an option now where you can have apps not, not labeled. But anyway, I want to uh, pridefully say that, you know, trust me, I, I look at that map. I'm 70, 70 weeks now, my phone said this morning, 70 weeks in my 70th week without missing a day. So I can find that app on my phone very quickly. But I'll, I'll have to play the, the senior card there, the 66-year-old card, which is probably, you know, uh, the jack of diamonds or something compared to the ace of spades, which is who knows what that one is. Is that the 80-year-old card? Is that the 85-year-old card? I guess it varies with everybody. You know, the years of a man are three score and ten, so, uh, and you know that's 70. So... 
anyway, I'm, I'm going to, I want to finish my course with joy in the ministry which I have received the Lord Jesus Christ to testify the gospel of God, gospel of the grace of God. And Barb was still alive when I memorized that verse, and she'd been gone for six years. And boy, for those first three years, I'd say that verse, and I'd say, I want to finish my course with joy and just start crying because I was so sad about the loss of Barb. But God, Psalm 23, has restored my soul. And I thank him for that. And I'm going to see her again. And uh, great, great lady in my life. Uh, did so much for me. And uh, got me reading missionary stories. And I've read quite a few now. She, she bought a whole series of them for her kids. And now I inherited a, a set of those. But, uh, all right. Uh, let me say it or read it to you one more time. Let me read verse 23 and 24 together. Uh, Save the Holy Spirit. Wait a minute. That's not a complete sentence here. Context, context. Let me start in verse 22. And now, behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem. Which is kind of, you know, because he's going to face bonds there. He's going to face chains and prison and the like. I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. Save the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I know it's going to involve bonds and afflictions and ultimately a a trip to Rome and, and beheading. But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus Christ to testify the gospel of the grace of God. I don't think there's a better life than, than sharing Christ, and I'm glad that he... You know, I was telling somebody today about how my neck was broken, and, 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 I, and the girl I talked to the last time I was... She's a student, and she works at uh, just for not for money, but for learning. But um, she was massaging the muscles in the in the back of my calf, the soleus, and that's the one that doesn't go above. And that's the one my surgeon told me needed to be worked on. Of course, physical therapists know that. But um, anyway, I was I, I was just I just had I don't normally say this to people, but I, I did say it to her. I said it was just a miracle that that I wasn't killed because the C7 was broken vertically open and the, and, the, and the spinal cord was exposed in the CAT scan that I saw. And um, with, a, with, a, with a doctor, you know, upset because I was, you know, not cooperating or not being still in the emergency room. Probably had a lot to do with the medicine I was receiving. But anyway, intravenously, but um, my principal was really, Dr. Andrews told me, wow, man, that, that doctor was really mad at you. And uh, he got my attention with that picture. But I, I said to the girl, I said, I, you know, I'm just lucky to be alive. I'm lucky to, but I'm here to, you know, tell people my story. And, and you know, but I, I got to be honest with you. I'm not sure I presented a gospel to her. I, I did do it just the last time I was there, but um, I need to talk to her again. She's... Uh, 
wanted wanted to tell me stories about uh, you know she 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 asked me what I did and I told her I taught physics she goes oh you're very smart and then she showed me this picture of this guy I've seen talk about physics and uh, just the national figure and uh, I was going to remember his name but uh, anyway so I know she's legit when it comes to her love of physics. And I was talking to her about Bernoulli's principle that lets groundhogs, they build the groundhog mound up so the wind blows over the top of it, kind of like a sand volcano or something, at least in the sand hills where I spent some time growing up. And, uh, you know, gopher holes were a big deal, but cows, cattle break their legs in these holes. So my aunt had a 22 just, just for gophers around her house anyway. And... Um, so, but they also have another hole that they, they don't, they don't make two volcano-like holes. They make one build up high, not, you know, not for the purpose of being seen and being eaten by other animals. They have another exit, but what happens is the wind blows across that. And I was explaining it to her about Bernoulli's principle that the wind blows across the top of the, the, the one that's built up like a volcano if you will, uh, a little sand volcano, and uh, with obviously dirt and very visible from far away. And um, they pop their heads out and they look around and they, whatever they do. But um, they have their babies down in the hole. But but the hole, the other one is, is at an elevation lower in the sand hills. And it's not at all uh, decked out in any way. But what happens is the wind, it blows a lot in Nebraska and Kansas, if you've ever been out there, the wind blows across that hole like a chimney. Chimney works on Bernoulli's principle. It, it sucks air in and it just takes the smoke out. And what this does is it ventilates the hole for the, for the baby gophers and the gopher themselves. It sucks the air through. I said it's like hurricanes. We're, we're just ending hurricane seasons and when the when this is circular reasoning, but but when the pressure drops, the wind speeds are higher. But that's because high fluid velocity in the atmosphere is a fluid in physics anyway. The high velocity of the the wind creates a low pressure. I told her. It's, I said it's, it has applications in medicine in your in your area of work. Uh, if you have a, a clogged artery to your brain. That, that that fluid will, the blood will, will go that by at a greater rate, but that also drops the pressure. And therefore you have less blood going to the brain. And the, the blood will stay out of the head and it'll stay down where, you know, and so old people sometimes they have, you know, strokes or dementia or say crazy things because they're not getting enough blood to the brain. Anyway, I'm just rambling here. I just had one verse, and um, so I will say good night, and I will say adios to God, and vaya con Dios, go with God, and good night.